just doing this to be honest with you. But what you say? I'm sorry. We Ooh. don't really have enough time. Started, I miss I doing this. Burp. I know. Um, like all right. Shit, I ain't about to be busy like that. I'm about to have like that. <laughs> okay, and three. Welcome back to the <laughs> Boy Podcast. Sorry. <laughs> Which is funny as hell. We saying welcome back. Right. Like the last time was beginning in October, right? I can't even say that. Was it then? It's been a while. It has been a while. It's been quite some time. But the people but, love us, Nigel. Like we've been getting like over five hundred like listens and stuff like that. People still listening to the podcast. And we appreciate. listen, when we say we appreciate the people, that ain't no lie. <laughs> We appreciate the people for real. People don't have to love on you. Listen, it's right. a blessing. So now we bef- thank you. Right. Now, before we start, Nigel, I really have to say, your mm-hmm. beard is goddamn popping today. And we've been talking earlier today. And I'm like, what, what, what you been putting on it? Well, I have to say that I use um, <clears throat> Shea Moisture's men's beard line, mm-hmm. like the um, green and orange jump. Hey, that stuff is everything. Me- too. I didn't know you was doing that. Yeah, I do. Yo, that's what I use. Shave, that's what I've been using and, lately. And, and listen, Nigel always had a good beard. Y'all know it too if y'all watch him on the, on the Instagram. But, yes. <laughs> on the Instagram. But <laughs> Nigel, like literally, it has this fullness to it. That shave moisture men's line, I'm using uh-huh. it as well. Um, I'm using also their uh, moisturizing cream. All of this stuff like Shea Moisture is the business. And I'm trying to get them. I'm trying to get them, them to sponsor us for our conference because we have all these male educators of color coming. Yeah, that would be super dope. I really like the product, and I will say for my detang, I didn't use the detangler because I do like. I have this product by um, Mazani. It's called the Miracle Milk, mm. and it has 25 like benefits on it. So I use it for my hair, and I also use it for my beard as a detangler. But as far as like the shampoo. Um, the beard oil and the beard, it's like a um, pomade that, yeah. that's for the beard. Yep. I use all those products. Um, yeah, I'm on an and oil. I really, really like them. It, it's like, very good. Yes. And I just feel like it's getting what it needs. It, yes. And the skin, the skin yes. underneath the beard. We Under- forget about that, especially us guys who have beards with length. Like, yes. it's so easy just to comb through the hair, but we don't, you know, part it to really get to that skin. Because sometimes I have a little irritation. That's because yep. I forgot to moisturize the skin underneath. And the hair is mm-hmm. looking all beautiful and the skin all crackly, crunchy up under there and peeling. So, it's you know, I use Shea Moisture and I use Bevel. Mm-hmm. For mine. I love Bevel. Because um, Bevel just smells like man. You know what I mean? I it just smells I good. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't used Bevel um, products at all, but I I loved when it became like mainstream and Nas was their like spokesperson, and it was really like something for getting yeah, <laughs> for you know black men having a beer. And I do want to say this too. And this is just the reality of the matter. As a stylist, I always have to say like products are everything, right? Yeah, let's see your products, and they'll do yes. what they need to do read the directions and all that at the same time also know that everybody is just not going to be a part of the beer gang like That's we just got to acknowledge that genetics people, genetics yep. genetics yep so there's a <laughs> if you ain't got one by now and you tried it and the shit don't connect then there's just a chance that this just is not for you this That's is not, not the movement for you <laughs> this is not a wave that you can ride you just don't have to get on the goatee train or the little chin strap or something and it's yep. not for everybody and it's it doesn't not. make you any less attractive and it don't make it it shouldn't affect anything else. I was about to get very nasty because people like beards for other reasons. So I <laughs> don't have a beard. <laughs> I came back uh prepared already. <laughs> yeah, oh my god, god, god. So, so yeah, I just wanted to say that. Well, I mean, let's even I mean, let's talk about it first. Let's just say what's in our cups, but then I want to go yes. back to that to this to this uh because it's the winter time right yeah. and nigel we just said we're just gonna do a podcast we never know what we're gonna talk about but i want to yeah. talk about this hair care um but i'm drinking currently right now mimosas um mm-hmm. just a regular orange mimosa i had a party in my house yesterday a cookie party but it was a political uh party where i did like just different like 
mixers and stuff like that for, for mm-hmm. the mimosas. So I did uh, Mango Maxine, <laughs> um, Nancy Gavel Guava, Census uh, Orange Juice. I mean, Census Citrus. Because um, mm-hmm. the census is coming up, and then I did a congressional uh, black caucus, which was which was like a passion uh, passion fruit bourbon mix. So I have a little bit left over, because um, you know when people come over your house, and and customary guys, it yes. is holiday season. Yes, when you bring it. a bottle, do not even if the party does not drink that bottle, it is not your job to pick that bottle back up and take come it home on. with you. Okay. That's <laughs> so I got about and, three, four bottles left still. So I'm drinking out the bottle. <laughs> and I must say two things. One, I love how you're always intentional about the stuff that you do. Like mm-hmm. the fact that you can still have fun and and drop knowledge. Like, hey, y'all, the census is coming up, or the mango mm-hmm. Maxine, and all the like. That's very intentional. So yes. that's dope. And secondly, Eve, I agree with you wholeheartedly about. Don't take that shit back home. Please. But even before you get there, oh, if you're come not on. sure about what to bring, ask the host. Yeah. Because one thing I cannot stand is when people go to functions and bring some cheap shit. Ooh. And when I say cheap shit, that don't mean that just because you brought a ten dollar bottle of wine that it ain't good. Because if it got twelve point five or higher on that alcohol percentage, <laughs> we grow. But it's what we're not about to do is if you bring a champagne for mimosas, don't bring me no J Roger. And or don't bring me no Andre. Andre. I'm about to say, bring don't me bring that, that uh, shit to me. I like, Cor- what's it, Corbel? Mm-hmm. That's my favorite. Bring me some Chandon. Bring me some Corbel. Bring me some Prosecco. And on the I cheap mean, end, I don't even mind cooks every now and then. I don't want that either. <laughs> <laughs> cooks, is, cooks is above Andre. I don't know her. But what I will say <laughs> oh, is, ask. Okay, ask, yeah. so ask, I have to ask. ask. Yeah, and I yes. don't. I usually don't bring cooks. I usually do bring a corbel. Um, definitely. And the thing is, is if you know that the that the uh, party is providing food, definitely bring that twenty dollar bottle because yeah. they're they're providing food. Like if you gotta bring a a plate, I mean if you gotta bring a dish, then yeah, you could do the twelve fifteen dollar, you know, sure. bottle if it's requested. But and and even if the host says don't bring anything. You still need to it's bring just, something. You should still bring something. It's just customary, y'all. It really is. Like yes. even if I go over my friend's house, like let's. I love uh, to go over my friend's house for like a little chit chat. You know what I mean? I used to go over to Sabrina's house all the time, mm-hmm. and best believe I used to bring me a little two buck chuck because her and I used to love them two buck chucks from uh, Trader two Joe's. Then oh, oh, four dollars and sixty six cent. Four dollars sixty six cent from from Trader Joe's. That wine used to be so damn good. And used to get you lit. See? But I would say, if you don't never know what wine to bring, apostrophe is always a go-to. That shit's so damn good. It's a red blend. It's always usually like $9 to $12, depending on the season. Um, and they also, their barrels are good because um, you cannot get all apostrophes at the same time. Like, they always mm-hmm. are in season. Um, so right now, apostrophe dark. I think is in season and there's a like crush is not in season crush is like springtime. So that's what I love about apostrophe because like they, it will switch itself out. You ain't even got to work. <laughs> and yeah, don't be afraid to Google. I was Google. just in, I was in the store and I was going to, um, well, my boyfriend and I, we were going to a, like a kickback. And this was not a group of people that I was like all the way familiar with. And I know that the couple had just bought a home. So I'm like, of course, we're not going to go empty handed. <clears throat> and it was BYOB. So we brought what we like to drink, but we also brought a gift to the couple. And yes. what I did was I'm going to bring wine because I know they like to drink. And I said, I went to Google, I said, what are the best types of wines to bring when you're, basically when you're uncertain? So I ended up doing a white um, wine. It was either a blend or something. But the fact of the matter is, I also, I also didn't know. So I went to Google and just tried to find out, you know, so. A red blend is always, you know, me, you know, me and so many people are afraid of reds. Yeah. And yes, uh, so many people, but a red blend is always the safe go-to always a safe go-to because um it's just good and that people who don't like red wine typically like my mom loves apostrophe uh, because it is a red plant um mm-hmm. whereas like she hates like pinot noir I, that's my favorite give me a good pinot 
And then I love Pinot Grugio too on a flipping. So like Pinot is my mm-hmm. favorite. I like dry. You know what I mean? That's my that's that's my thing. Um, but these holiday parties, yeah, y'all bring bring your your drinks in and also like um I love the gift sets too. Like the 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 um liquor gift sets are kind of cute. I actually kind of just got weak. Like, I think those are good, but don't be no nigga out here getting the gift set and taking the glasses out the gift set. Ooh, ooh that, that is ghetto. Somebody right that, now, Nigel. somebody right now is opening up a gift set and they are contemplating if they should keep those glasses. Put that shit back in the gift set and close okay. it up. Right. <laughs> Goodness. Oh my God, that is ghetto. <laughs> But look, I saw a Woodford I, gift set, people, which was so good. Yeah. Woodford had a lot of people has a gift set. Okay. So See? Woodford is a fave, <laughs> right? Anyway, a bourbon, but they have some Woodford chocolate. So, and they also have smoked cherries. So Ooh. say if you don't want to buy for my people who don't drink and they're like, listen, I don't even want to bring alcohol because I'm not drinking and I get mm-hmm. that. So Mm -hmm. bring the smoked cherries, bring some garnishes that are made by these major names that you can put in both alcoholic and non-alcoholic beverages. Yeah. So Wilfer has some. Nigel is the connoisseur when it comes to this liquor. Y'all, I'm learning. I'm on the wine. (laughs) But I go over to Nigel's house, him and his boyfriend, I'll be like, "Uh, fix me up something. (laughs) And every time it's good. And I'm not even a crown person. But over Nigel's house, I'll drink the fuck out of Crown. I'll, <laughs> I love me some Crown. Crying some stuff up. Oh, only over your house, though. When you mix some Crown, I'll be like, okay. And they put the little circular <laughs> cylinder or, oh, or yeah, rectangular. So party house, right? Yeah. So if you're having an intimate group of people, you might pay more attention to like the trays, right? Your ice trays. Yeah. They have cylinders. Not trays, have- but trays. <laughs> it's to the trade too. Okay. Um, they, have, they, have, they have cubes, they have cylinders, yes. or spheres, I should say. Mm, and those mm. little details I think are always like nice. So many nice. pictures of them. And like, yeah. like all that stuff. So I'm yes. learning. So we're going to go. So what's your drink? And we're going to go back to the. Oh, yeah. Sorry. We're going to go back to this hair care. And then we're going to get to. Uh, Nigel just graduated with his masters, <laughs> Nigel Mass, comma MS, MS, um, <laughs> mother shit. <laughs> <laughs> but we go uh, or motherfucking shit. What you might be saying. Um, but uh, but he just graduated. We got to talk about this party. We yeah. got some stuff to cover. Yeah, okay. So so what's, what's in my cup? Let's talk about this. Yeah. So like Mario, I too had a party um, since I graduated over the weekend. And shout out to Honeyproof. Miss Kaya Carter is the owner and operator, Black-owned business, who I call her a, a mixologist. I don't even know what to really deem it as. She was just an amazing, she's a creative anyway, mm. her and her husband. Um, but she made cocktails for me for the party. And we had a jalapeno margarita Ooh. and we had a bourbon sangria. And so tonight, and I'm so grateful. <laughs> Because okay. we have some left over. So bourbon I'm drinking sangria? a bourbon sangria with fresh berries oh, no. and strawberries oh my in it. Gosh. It's so oh, beautifully colored. I missed this party. I made it. Oh, and it's so put put that back up on the screen. Like y'all. It's this dark, like plum colored. Oh my beautiful. god. There's raspberries in here. I love raspberries. Some other berry, strawberries. You know, I ain't too exposed to fruit like that. <laughs> but that is beautiful. Good. And he's drinking in, what is it called? A snifter, stifter? Mm-hmm. A snifter. Snifter. And um, so I wasn't able to make it to this party. So I'm missing that. I would have chow down to that. But I had to uh, get back for uh, My friend was getting proposed. So congratulations to Rashad and Elise. Um, yes, I know Rashad listens to the proposal. podcast all the time. It was yes. beautiful. It no dry eye, Nigel, in a room. Literally. As it shouldn't be. If it's real love and people know that it's real, no dry eye. And he, the Rashad just looked beautiful. Elise, she was glowing the whole night. Skin beautiful. Waist snatched. The whole time I was like, her waist is like snatched. Like, <laughs> body <laughs> popping. Homegirl was ready to put the, get that ring on her finger. Listen. Okay. And then she if had her like hair. It. 
it was just beautiful. Um, but such a just good time. And it was at our office, uh, Profound Gentleman Office. So it was the first time, you know, it, uh, our office mean a lot to him. He's just a, he's just a, a member in our organization, but he's been in there for mm. five years. Mm-hmm. But, um, you know, just it's just a nice space. Huh? That's since the beginning, right? Yeah, since the beginning so of the PG. That's, he's sig- one of our- that's significant, to yep. you know, for him to say, like, this place has played such a significant role in me maturing into a man, right? To yep. where he's making this grown-ass decision to get The crazy married. part is he proposed in the office. In our, our office is like a... You can move it around and it look beautiful. I had my birthday party mm-hmm. in there. Um, but he proposed in the same space that uh he shared with me we would we will always meet up and he shared with me that um that he liked elise and he was like i think this may be the one so the same space that he shared you know this that you know th- that information with me within office mm-hmm. in that corner was the same space where he proposed her in which is the cutest thing um and then we also he, i i was there when he was in a horrible relationship and he had to get over that uh so in year one and year two of of um of profound you must know him he was in that and then year three he met her no year four he met her they only were together for about a year and a year and six so you're in about you're you're in about six seven months now he mm. he knew in june that he wanted a proposal he got the ring in june at a year when they were when they were Ooh, when they're in a relationship he said i already know this it he called me and was like this it pear-shaped damn ring beautiful Ooh, ring I love those me too damn ring was those. off the chain almost paid off this man knows how to spend his money in six months that ring is almost paid off that's who you want to marry okay Hello? And he already and he already got a house three bedroom house listen okay what you said she did she, she he married up she married up because she got listen, all she, she got all Kelly the price he proposed to me okay okay and he, he had a singer Seeing you and I, John Legend. That's why everybody was crying. I'm okay. emotional just thinking about it. This is beautiful. Black beautiful. Love. Black love. And then it was a karaoke theme. So they sung uh, um, Marvin Gaye. Ain't no mountain. Hi. Yeah, they was the last yeah. one to do the karaoke. Ain't no bad. <laughs> That's Ain't no cute. River. So he was like, he set it up as if it was a karaoke theme. And they ended up... Uh, doing the last the doing the last one that i seen um uh-huh. and it was cute because they sung that song and they were practicing it all week as if like okay we doing this karaoke and so he really did some little did she know little did she know so yeah uh. now let's get back to this beer gang and and then we're gonna get to this to your party and mm-hmm. all the exciting things we heard about it so my thing is mm-hmm. this is uh, people always uh talk about my hair and I always tell people that I lived a year in a house with a stylist. So I knew about shelf life. I knew about all these things. I knew about changing your products, summer products to winter products. And mm-hmm. a lot of my friends always ask me these questions because some products I have in the wintertime, I can't use in the summertime because they're too heavy. Mm-hmm. Right. And so like just a little bit, you know, cause you off the clock. But just share for guys specifically, because a lot of guys been asked, like specifically a lot of guys. I think women, yeah, they know, but you know, they, they know a little bit more than guys. But for a lot of guys, yeah. they don't know about this stuff with their That's beards, true. moisturizing under the beards to get that skin, mm-hmm. as well as even low fades and hair, all yeah. that need to be kept up. Yeah. So share what, what, what advice would you give to people? Man, that's a good one. Mm, I guess I kind of I got a little stumped on that just because it is true we it's not something that's kind of normalized a lot in the household and I know a lot of guys who grew up with their moms like shampooing their hair kind of tending to their hair and then when they got older you know we grew up in that era where we was wearing waves and people had to do rags on they was wearing we sport wave 360 and all that so that was the extent of our hair care but nowadays we have you know textured hair where we're using sponges we're wearing locks we're wearing fades we have beards and it's just a lot more maintenance yeah and so i guess my advice would be is one just know that we have to take care of our skin and we have to take care of our hair yeah i know a lot of times the backlash for men when we say our hair sometimes unless we have locks women will tell us like you don't have no hair because i remember hearing that growing up like i said oh i gotta do my hair you ain't got no hair Mm -hmm. i'm like 
oh, okay, so I don't have hair. But you do. You do have yeah. hair. It don't matter if it's a low-cut scissor with the deep waves or you got locks or whatever. You have hair. Mm-hmm. So learn just how to properly shampoo it. Get a good shampoo, a professional shampoo, and cleanse your hair as needed. At minimum, it should at least be once a month. Um, but every other week, unless you have locks or you have a, a scalp condition that's been diagnosed and otherwise, you know, mm. but you need to be shampooing at least twice a week. If you're active, which means you're working out or you're sweating in your head or something like that, it should probably be once a week, followed by a conditioner, whether it's leave-in, whether it's spray leave-in or a little bit thicker consistency and finding an oil, like a grapeseed oil, a jojoba oil um, for your hair. Best. Jojoba. Not, yeah, not coconut oil because that shit is really thick. It's too and thick. And truth be told, jojo, uh, um, what oil did I just say? Lord, I just Coconut. Yes, Jesus, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> coconut oil in different temperatures, it takes on different forms. So mm. think about using coconut oil in the wintertime and it's now a solid. So that means it's plugging up your pores, Ooh. which means now you're creating buildup. Um, it's particularly if you already have a scalp condition like psoriasis or you have excessive dandruff and things of that nature. Um, it's just good to be aware of that. And if you don't know, just find out if you can have a consultation. I'm assuming yeah. a consultation. I'm going to say that one again. A consultation, because a lot of people don't have those. Yeah. Have, find out and have a consultation either with a stylist or talk to your barber. Um, Create space to talk to your barber about what's going on with your hair. Yeah. Um, and they'll br- tell you. Yeah. Brushing helps with um, stimulating follicle growth. And yep. it also helps with removing dead skin cells. Um, Same thing. And I'll mention this to you guys, too, that mm-hmm. was a good advice for me for my loctician. Same thing with locks. So and rather, and one of the things she, she shared with me is that um, the pomade that you use to retwist your locks, like I like to retwist my locks in between visits with my loctician. Mm-hmm. But she told me to use a comb to put the, to put the, uh, to put the, um, the, you know, the, the, the substance on there, put it on a comb and then comb it through because mm-hmm. it, even for locks, we still need that stimulation. So mm-hmm. we don't like, oftentimes we don't think about like, you know, we don't brush our hair or anything like that, but mm-hmm. you can comb through your lot, you know what I mean? In a scalp and really get mm-hmm. that hair stimulated. And that's, that's how my hair be thick. My hair thick as hell. <laughs> it is. But it's like good to know. Yeah, that's a good because I don't work with locks. My um, my teammate, she's excellent with locks, and that's just something. That's an area that I really don't have too much yeah. knowledge in. But that's that's good stuff to know. And, like, and think and, about and, that AC that ACV wash too. Like I do an ACV wash every locks, two months. Yeah, yeah, for locks, which is important. I beside a vinegar wash. Um, but in the wintertime, you do want to be a little bit more careful. Nigel taught me this thing about how do you close up your cuticles in your mm-hmm. hair, and I'm real about that. So when I do that ACV wash, it opens it up because it strips the hair. So you got to mm-hmm. oil that sucker back up. You know what I mean? So I usually follow and up with a hot oil lukewarm, Yeah, lukewarm to cool water. And now when we're talking about Christmas, like this is an excellent time for people to gift their significant other, their brothers, their cousins, their husbands, their friends, whatever. That's a great stocking stuffer. You that can go and great get stocking stuffer. some product and you can get it in a travel size if you want to $6. and have them try it out. And yeah. that'll be a good way to introduce them to a product and so that he can have a regimen or whatever mm. that looks like for him. Um, so yeah, that would be... And where do you go? Lot, my, but, now my place for moisturizer and like, and like beer stuff and like the shade moisture is Target. Oh well, because Target's man section is the yeah, like best that's now. where I bought my Shea Moisture stuff from. Uh, from my beard was from Target. Yeah, um, you can also order it off their website. I say stay away from ordering from Amazon and third party sources like that because you really don't know what you're gonna get. Mm. And I say that more specifically to the oils because you oils, told me like, about that. You got to be careful. They did a whole story about product coming over. Excuse me, and they saying that it's one thing, and then they test it and figure out that it's not it. Um, so my pissed. boyfriend went and bought hair product from <laughs> from <laughs> a store, and they said it was one thing, and he was like, "Yo, I can really tell the difference in the texture of it, the way that my hair responded, and all that." So, I mean, don't get me wrong; it's almost like taking a gamble buying it from Target, but truthfully, that's where Shea Moisture has their partnership to retail inside of Target. So it's kind yeah. of just one of those. 
but you can also order it from the website. Yeah. Um, and I sometimes get product from when I was trying some beer stuff, either from Nordstrom or Saks, because they have um, travel size of these products so and don't it's let the affordable name of the store, y'all it really is i must say don't let the name of the store intimidate you they yeah. really have um when it comes down prices. to the beer stuff it's really affordable yeah. i mean and i think it's like one of my friends said you don't get to re- you don't you only get one skin you only get one set of teeth in life everything else is most likely replaceable but them hello skin and, 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 and the way we can spend money on jay's we can spend money on Gucci and Hermes and all this other stuff to wear around our waist or on our feet. We need to set, have the same type of care when it comes to our teeth and our skin and I our agree. hair. You know, I, I swear, I never had a cavity in my life. <laughs> I had one. Um, <laughs> I haven't, and it's so crazy. Um, you know, and I was, I talked to my doctor about enamel because mm. I was like, do I got weak enamel? He said, because my... Um, my mom's side of the family have a history of like weak enamel. So I was like, Mm-mm, I don't do a lot of citrus. Well, I'm drinking this citrus right now, but at first I didn't. <laughs> right. And he was like, so like, I just got off of an Invisalign. And so he was like, um, he wanted to shape some of my teeth. And I said, well, how does that work with my, with my enamel? He said, boy, <laughs> he was like, basically <laughs> not boy. Like, like I'm not doing this with you. I go to Blackwood. So, and it, it was like, your enamel is perfect. Because I told him, I said, I have a history of people with, like, weak enamel. He was like, well, it missed you because your teeth are so strong. And I was like, perfect. That's so, yeah, they say, they, they was basically, like, you're going to be the type of, like, old person, like, where you die with your original teeth. I was like, perfect. Hmm. Like, if I get into my, I want to die at 113. So, hopefully, they stay to that. Okay. Say that. <laughs> but, yeah. So, let's think about, let's talk about, uh. Your graduation. Nigel, you know, I think even in the last conversation, you were in the midst of, uh, you, you were done with everything. We talked about Singapore mm-hmm. and Malaysia and Vietnam, Taiwan. Was it Taiwan? <laughs> I never went there. Else? North Korea. <laughs> Where else? Um, but we talked about that. And so now you are officially a, a graduate. You have your master. Okay. And, like talk, and it was beautiful. Talk about um, how you feel now that you have two letters after your name. You know, I'm still trying to figure that out. Like, I, I think today, I, now that things are starting to calm down, I'm like, yo, I got a whole master's degree. Whole fucking master's What? And so I'm just trying to figure out what, is that, what does that mean for me? But what I will say it has done, it has now urged me to start thinking about what else do I want to do? Where do yeah. I want to, where do I want to put my hands to work? How do I want to show up um, in this next chapter of my life? I'll be 30 next year, God willing. And um, there's no rush <clears throat> to yeah. switch careers, but I do feel an urge to see what else I have to offer the world and what else I have to offer another industry or maybe this industry that I'm in just in another capacity. I've been working full-time as a hairstylist for seven years come this January. I have done nothing else um, as far as professionally is concerned after college. So this has been the only job that I've had, and this is the, long- <laughs> this is the longest yeah. job that I've had. <laughs> and so um, as I'm thinking about myself as a professional, as a man, as a, a new graduate with this, uh, you know, this investment that I made in getting this degree, as I'm thinking about family, as I, you know, look to want to be married and establish my family and stuff like that, like, what does that look like for me professionally? And um, being an entrepreneur is not easy as a single. It's not easy when you are trying to just, you know, you're praying that, you, you know, at the end of the day, when you do your taxes, they say, oh, you made X amount of thousand dollars this year. You but now did I now? Okay. Because I feel like um, I didn't. I ain't seen that. Okay. And so I would just want some, I, I want to try something different. And I don't know what that is just yet, but what I'm looking to do is just take some time to intentionally pray, meditate, and put myself in position to hear from God and to be shown um, some yeah. things that I should, should do and take some inventory on my strengths and things that I like about my industry and figure out what's transferable 
to another industry or maybe even within this one in another type of leadership role. Um, yeah, so that's what this degree has made me start to think about. So I know that something new is brewing. Mm-hmm. I just don't want, I'm just a person. I try my best not to make emotional decisions. And I know that I am a calculator risk taker. Um, so as I'm, you know, in prayer and meditation, if that's something that needs to be removed from me as I'm moving into another season, I, I believe that God will give me what I need in order to not be so calculated. Cause that mm-hmm. just means that sometimes I just want to know everything. And maybe in this next chapter, maybe I might not know everything. It's just going to truly be a faith walk of just, trying it out yeah so we gonna see but I'm i cool, love man. that i love that let me I, my personal message to you um is that in these two years i have really been able and i remember let me go back a little bit further and say about like three four years ago niger asked asked uh, me and another one of his friends um like to hold him accountable Mm-hmm. Um, and I remember that conversation and I took it very seriously because I know what that means and mm-hmm. I know where you are trying to go in life. And since four years ago, since that has happened, four or five years ago, since that has happened, so much has really take place. Oof. And I first want to start off by saying that a relationship is in itself an accomplishment. And so many people don't see that as an accomplishment. And I've been trying to tell people that like, I'm a single person out here in the street. Not really, <laughs> but I'm a single person. And, and, and I love to see love. You know what I mean? I've mm-hmm. just, uh, you know, with being around just you and your boyfriend, uh, just this past weekend and then going to propose, I'm like how much I actually love love and how much I respect that space. Mm-hmm. Um, and also understand too, sidebar too, and I don't think a lot of people recognize this, um, is that a lot of people don't, I don't think people get that part, is that the dynamic of your friendship will shift a little bit when mm-hmm. it, because, because their priority, when whoever is in a relationship, their priority should be, should, should 100% be that person they're dating and, that, and, and, and be their spouse. But some people get mad at that. Some people get mad at like, oh, you didn't put me in front of this this new nigga. Mm. Okay? <laughs> Shit, I ain't sleeping with your ass. And we ain't sharing Hello. the same thing. Shit, we passed 20, <laughs> 21, 22, 23 years old going to, you know what I mean, these, these hotel businesses and got to share one bed. Pass that. And so in, in saying that, you know, um, you know, I have been able to see how you in these past two, three years been able to grow your relationship. And I want you to know, like, sometimes I, from what I've seen is that you get stressed out of where you're at, in a sense, professionally. But I want mm. you to know how much of, uh, of growth that you have made, um, how much growth that you have made uh, uh, from a personal point of view you get where mm-hmm. i'm coming from and yeah. how important that part is how important that is for you to really really just strongly um just be the person in a relationship and, and, and to come together and that and i don't know i'm just going on a ramble because like i don't know the perfect words to say but it's just like at the end of the day that in itself is an accomplishment. It really is. I will tell you, it, it really took a change for me when I started reading um, Dr. Renee Brown some? No, no, no. <laughs> you know Stephen, um, Stephen Furtick's book, um, basically how God uses imperfect people. Oh, um, um, damn, what's the name of that book? Not damn. I know, right. <laughs> uh, I can't think it's of it. something like in something. Yeah, I got it over here. Uh, but the point of it is, and we'll have to post about it or something, but um, it really started to allow me to own who I am um, with my imperfections and things that I might overthink and all that. I just started that process to be like, you know, let me love on myself. And really from that moment forward, I'm, I was very intentional. And that was like in April, I want to say, mm-hmm. of 2016. I started, I read that book. I took it to heart. And I let it minister to me the way that I felt that it was being ministered to me. You know what's and funny about that? It's called Unqualified. Unqualified, yes. By Stephen yeah, Furtick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And my, you see my book is, I done read it multiple times. It got pages and stuff like that, underlined words. Uh, 
Unqualified. Oh, child. And let me tell you what, I just randomly just opened up the book and it just blessed me. Um, It's just (laughs) basically, so basically like funny thing is, Nigel, I didn't know that that was something that you read to really guide you because unqualified Mm -hmm. was the same thing that I used as well five years ago to really help me to understand what profound we bought those books together yes we did yep. dang that's crazy books together it says yep. that and 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 basically um and basically one of the things i had underlined on page 20 it says moses uh my name is i am and this is god speaking to moses um and it was funny because like I I am is the beginning, like meaning that God is all encompassing and God, mm-hmm. I am blank. You know, mm-hmm. I am the great I am. So meaning that everything that you want can be manifested through God because mm-hmm. I am, I am whatever you want to do. I whatever. am, you know what I mean? And I just think that that is just so important. Um, he said, long after pause, Moses leaned in eagerly listening for the bush to give up his secrets going on. I'm listening. You are what? <laughs> what are you wait <laughs> that that the whole thing just it, it, like wait that's the whole thing just i am <laughs> what's the third word but god didn't finish the sentence mm-hmm. for a perfect god he seems to have come glaring grammar usage problems doesn't he <laughs> know um that this verb takes up subject uh, takes up takes a subject um compliment uh that he needs to compliment Oh no, that he needs to complete the thoughts. You know, I cannot read out loud. <laughs> and the thing is, is that he says, perhaps God was sending Moses and each of us a message. Don't skip over the I am. You know what I mean? That I am a, like basically I am able to do I am blank. That's simply it. I am blank. Whatever you need, I can be. And basically it says that too. How would you feel in a blank? How would you describe yourself? And it's basically like, because we are an image of God, how do we? Ooh, that's good right there. I'm sorry, y'all. <laughs> this is like how me and Nigel actually really talk, where it'd be these pauses, I'll pick up something, you know? Um, but yeah, that but seriously, wow. that was the book that really, that's the book that jump-started it all for me. And so, woo. yeah, so now it, it might be time to go back and reread the book, probably. Um and yeah, so I uh, <laughs> I flipped to another page accidentally, and here we go again on page 68. I am, you know what I mean? Like, for real, like, Jesus is the I am. God is the I am. Therefore, Jesus is God. Jesus want his listeners to understand that he was the, he was the person they had been waiting for. He was the answer to their needs, their fears, their weaknesses, their, their sins. He was the way to go because he was and is God. And listen, Jesus is the reason for the season. I am. I am. And that's the thing. Like, oh, okay. <laughs> One of the things I've been talking about <laughs> was that it blessed me. I When I run sometimes, y'all, God be speaking to me so much when I'm running and when I'm walking in the woods. And I told uh, my followers on Instagram that my 2020 vision is to live like the three wise men. That yes. as long as God, you give me the light, I am a, I will follow you even in these blind areas that God, in places that is so unknown, but as God, as long as you give me that North star, as long as you tell me where to go, I am going. But one thing, there's three things that God told me that like, okay, if you're going to be the wise man in 2020, this is what I need you to know. First thing is you need to, you need to look for things in unconventional places, i.e. Mm-hmm. that everybody else is trying to look for the, the, the uh, Messiah in this palace, in this beautiful area. And Jesus was found in a manger. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So I got to be able to look for things in places that, I'm, that, that is unconventional to me, that is not normal for me. Okay? So you got something to say? Uh-uh. I'm okay. <laughs> that number two is that I won't never have to do it alone. That's the you, part. That's the thing. The three wise men. The wise men did not go by themselves. That means that Jesus speak through people and your journey will never be by yourself. It will that. always be with someone else. It will mm-hmm. always be with a team. I don't know how many times that me and Nigel, every time we would be in the same journey, in the same moment, and it, he'll be in 
Cincinnati, the other Queen City, I'll be in the Queen City, and we if we will <laughs> and we will literally be in the same wave pattern and be like, yo, me and my friend Nicole, um, same right now, me and her are on the same path. You know what I mean? When you mm-hmm. create some strong friends in your life, mm-hmm. y'all y'all end up being in sync with one another. That's how you know, okay, we're right we, we going that. down the same road together. My final thing is each wise man brought um, a gift, and the gift was different. But your gift is always used for people. But can I go back? I'm sorry. But can we say that part again? Your, your gift, gift is, diff- is different. Your gift, and you got to know that your gift is different. But that's the thing. With your gift being different, that doesn't mean that does not take away the value or the significance of your gift. You need to show up just like the other two people that brought their gifts in confidence. Ooh, say that. Show up like the other two people. You got to show up like the other two people. Yes. Confident in what your gift is. Yes. Because your gift's value should not be lessened just because of the gift to the right or to the left of you. Yes. All the gifts were significant. All of them. No gift was left out. That's good right there. So let's so, go. Yes, keep on going. So yeah, so I'm just saying there are a lot of times, and we always point to social media, and we're going to continue to point to social media, in my opinion, because that's so relevant in our life, in our generation, in the generations to come. Yeah. <laughs> so it's so easy to look at people to our left, to our right, to our yes. scroll up. Uh, come on, bro. It's so easy to see their quote unquote gifts or what we perceive as their gifts or whatever they're bringing to the table. And then we look at what we have to offer and we don't think that is of equal or we look at it as equal or lesser value Mm -hmm. and not just looking at it as this is what I've been blessed to do. Yes. Yes. I have have to bring like, I'm sure they didn't have a conversation like, well, what What you bring? bring Come on. Oh, you bring Nigel. Oh, let me go on back in my spice cabinet and get something better. Yeah. No, you bring this was the best I had. You bring your merch, like you bring what you got and let God bless that. And let that be enough to bless others because your gifts are going to what make room for you. Not the gift that you try to mimic of somebody else. Not some gift that you're trying to steal, quote unquote, from somebody else. No, what he gave you. He gave to you on purpose. Yeah. So that's what he expects you to show up with so he can bless it and so it can bless other people. So I think yep. that's very significant. And that's my favorite story. My favorite story in the Bible is the three wise men. It really is. Well, and Paul, you know, I love me some, some old dirty Paul, man. Paul. <laughs> Prison Paul. <laughs> I love Paul, man. Paul was that OG. Like, I could list, I could literally, like, everything Paul, I'd be like, oh, I just love Paul. Like, he just was, like, that unconventional person. Um, but outside of that, the three wise men was my story because it's just like, man, like, your gifts, your gifts. And, and the fact that we bring these three gifts to you, you know what I mean? Um, and, and the thing is, they travel far. Um, you know, and I love the – it's a play in, um, in, in uh, Cincinnati that uh, is called Awaited. It's one mm. of my favorite plays still to this day. And you got to see, it's only three days every year now. They used to do it for free for like 12 days but now no, they do it at i'm the sorry R&R. friend they don't even do it no more no they they launched it again this year child oh, did they yes oh, they did i, I looked it up because i was trying to see book. if i could make it <laughs> and this is the first year it came back they got oh. a whole new uh soundtrack and everything with some new songs oh, really? listen okay because i love that play but every time they went to the it's song called we three kings have traveled so far and the thing is, is that, that that song, every time they play that song, and I would go see the play like at least two, three times out of the season when I was in college in Cincinnati. And that that part of the play used to bring me to tears all the time because it was about, you know, because the way that they do it, it's like a certain Soleil type of um, play. Mm-hmm. Um, and they have the guys climbing on these blocks and they're, they're held by a wire and then a block will fall away and they have to build the block up again. They have to, you know, and it's like, how many of us are going on this journey? We have our gifts and God is showing us, constantly providing us images, but, but, but we, we, we um, get uncomfortable with our gift or we get um, insecure about our gifts, you know? And what does that mean for us to bring it so passionately? And that's what I'm about in 2020 is bringing it so willingly, you mm-hmm. know what I mean? And say that whatever I could do to be able to move this, this community forward, like 2020 is a whole new decade. We are in a, 
precipice and a time where we're able to really reshape what is this world going to be? Mm-hmm. What do we want this world to be? I was just talking to my one friend about, about this. How do we want this world to look for the next generation of people? And this happens once in a, you know what I mean? This happens in, in a generational period, you know what I mean? And like, this is the first time in our generation that we are like, that are able to shape the world mm-hmm. and how we want it to look. Um, and I am, I'm with God, you know what I mean? Um, and that's how I look at it. Now, what I, I want to shift really quick, quickly and mm-hmm. think about gifts. Yes. And I want to get to your, talk about your party, uh-huh. um, your, your graduation party. Mm-hmm. And one of the things that me and I already talked about, spoiler alert, and then we're going to talk about around it. <laughs> but um, uh, his, uh, Nigel's uncle was mm-hmm. at the party. He has Alzheimer's. Mm-hmm. It was just a beautiful message. Um, and I'm going to just share just a little bit, but Nigel, in a sense, he was about to leave school because he had the money to pay for it. Yeah. And his uncle, yeah, an undergrad, um, and his, his uncle gifted him, uh, with the money and his uncle didn't go past what an eighth, eighth grade education. Mm-hmm. And so, and funny yep. thing is my granddad didn't go past like an eighth grade education because his uncle was like a, a granddad to, to Nigel as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and it has been many times that my granddad has gifted me to bail me out. Mm-hmm. Um, and so let's talk about that gift and talk about that moment. I want to hear from your point of view. Yeah. But to me, that was the nucleus or the highlighted moment of your party when he shared oh, it with wow. me yesterday. I was like, yo, like this is, this is good stuff. This is, this is a uh, uh, um, fertile foundation is what somebody would say. <laughs> so what ends up happening is my uh, great uncle, he's 86. <clears throat> as Mario mentioned, he's at, he has Alzheimer's. And so um, to know him is to know that I've always known him to be a goofy guy, very charismatic upbeat involved in his church involved in his family so seeing him take this transition um with his health has been really you know new for the family and something to get adjusted to and so he came to the graduation party and he was just sitting there i did a thank you video and he watched it and um after the video concluded i was just like i just told everybody you know like thank you and so you know they clapped and then it fell silent really quick and my aunt says what you say And he said, he starts saying, like, I'm just so proud of him. And I'm so glad that God allowed me to live to see him get to this point. Mm -hmm. And he just started giving thanks. And in my mind, I'm like, wait a minute, what's happening right now? Mm -hmm. It's almost like the Uncle Pete of Soul Food, if people remember that movie. Like, Uncle Pete didn't say nothing. He stayed in his room. They didn't know if he was well or not. And so, like, when my uncle with this, with Alzheimer's, like, he don't really say too much. <clears throat> and so as I'm listening to him say this, I'm thinking in my mind, like, the whole reason why I did this thank you video is so that I didn't cry and get ugly. <laughs> and yeah. so now I'm like, whoa. And so also in the moment when he's saying this, I'm like, this man, whom society would deem like, is kind of out of his mind. He doesn't really know what's going on, blah, blah, blah. But his spirit had enough awareness to know what was going on. That. Come on now, his spirit had enough his awareness. His spirit had enough awareness. Wow. Like his physical body might be deteriorating and going through these changes, but his spirit was alive and well. And um, one thing about my uncle, I know he's a very spiritual person. And so as he's saying these affirmations aloud, and we're all listening, it's like the elder in the room having mm-hmm. the floor. Mm-hmm. You make room. We make room. And he mm-hmm. started, all of a sudden, he started crying out of being so happy. And then it just broke me down. I tell you, I was sobbing. Um, Mm -hmm. And I was sobbing from a place of being grateful. The week had been stressful. There had had been so many different dynamics going on that really just was pulling me in different ways emotionally. And I just let it all out. To see my great uncle cry because he was so happy for me was interesting. I'm not even interesting. It was amazing. It was... It was a lot. And I shared a lot on the video just about my personal life as well. So that was something else that he had never been brought into was my personal life. And so mm-hmm. then I turn around to my friends and family and I just share with them that what's so significant about this moment was that my great uncle only had an eighth grade education. Um, my mother's father really wasn't present. 
Mm-hmm. And so I didn't really grow up with a grandfather. But when we would travel to my mom's hometown of Columbus, Mississippi, which was like a 12 to 13 hour drive from Mansfield, on the occasions that my mom wouldn't come, he would just take my sister and I and drive us. Mm. We would stop. Uh, I would always ride in the front seat of his van. He would be on his walkie and he would be talking to the other drivers. I remember that. I would try to stay up as long as I could just to see the road and everything. I love that. Yeah. We used to stop at Waffle House and we would literally go in and eat at Waffle House. We may stop at a truck stop and take a nap. And um, but even back in our hometown, he would take us to the park or he would take us to places and all of that. And so when I got to my senior year of college and I was getting ready to have my classes drop because I owed $800, I called my mom. She sprung into action, which at the time I didn't know she called him and gave me the money. So wow. as a first generational college student, and I mean that from my immediate family, um, yeah. that was very significant coming from an uncle, great uncle who was like a grandfather and never had the experiences that I had to go to college and to go from having a high school di- diploma to a college degree to now having a master's mm. like this is just something that I don't even know if he conceptualized for his own self but to know that I stand on his shoulders and I am in part of who I am because of the sacrifices that he made because mm-hmm. had it not been for him coming to Mansfield my mother would have never met my father then there would have never been no me so mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. it was just a full circle moment as well as we never know how much time we have, even me. Like someone might see him and say that about him because he has Alzheimer's, but life happens to everybody. Mm-hmm. So the fact that I was able to sh- have that moment and share that with him and we had that consecrated time was was really beautiful. That's good. Yeah. And that's the gift. And that's the gift. That's the gift. <laughs> I love that. Oh. I think, <laughs> I think, um, we in on that. And so we have uh, important news to share. Yes. <laughs> I know, right? So we wanted to do this last podcast because uh, I will be, con- I, uh, because I want to do it with Nigel, but I, we will continue to remain as co-founders of You Go Boy Podcast. Mm-hmm. But I will be continuing the podcast as the host. Um, and partially because me and Nigel live very busy lives and to do it in two different cities y'all see how the big old gaps that we have had we tried (laughs) we tried and we did it better than most people we've made it to 17 18 episodes right we did most people don't make it past four or five you know what i mean uh really honestly many didn't make it but we was the ones that did we did it for four years you know what i mean and so um but Nigel will keep continuing to come back on mm-hmm. to the podcast. So you're going to constantly see him because I'm like, Nigel, I need you back up. This is just chit chat. And um, so yeah. it'll be that best friends podcast. So it won't be a, a goodbye. I'll be a see you later. But yes. uh, Nigel still will own rights to the podcast too. <laughs> 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 he is still co-founder, even on the, the, the new logo and everything like that. Um, yes. Branding with me being just a host. Uh, it says uh, under my name, host and co-founder. And I wanted to be yes. real about that because I wanted to still provide space so that people know that like I didn't get to this point by myself mm-hmm. and that we have done this together and we will actually continue to grow the space together too. And who knows, he'll be maybe back on a year, maybe two years, be like, hey, I'm, you know, if he moves to Charlotte. <laughs> yeah. I mean, and, mm-hmm. and to that, I, I want to be very clear in saying that I'm in full support of Mario taking over the, the podcast full time. I think that it's, um, as we talked even on the phone, as we came to this decision and any relationship dynamics change sometimes and yeah. the way to really get, um, to get the most out of that is to acknowledge that a shift needs to happen a transition has to happen and um the fact that we respect each other is important like this is my brother and the fact that we could sit down and have a real conversation about what was going on take ownership for what the things we want to take ownership for and be able to move past that is is telling of our relationship as well as when he did the flyer he sent it to me and when i saw co-founder on there i was just like (laughs) But I wouldn't expect anything less, but yeah. it's just great to see the character of 
someone I call brother, someone I call friend. And so yeah, uh, I want to publicly say that I am in full support as he is moving oh, forward because yay. I also acknowledge how good this is for people, how good this is for him personally, how good this is for his brand. As he has spent countless hours listening to podcasts, listening to other speakers, um, thinking about content and how we can show up authentically for people, as well as him being a mindfulness coach. And so yeah. there's going to be such great conversation that's going to continue um, on this podcast. Um, and so I just want everyone to know that I'm not going anywhere. I no. just will not be as uh, present as I've been. <laughs> Absolutely. But I'm still yeah. here. Yes. And so um, may that may this also encourage us in our relationships, whether they're work relationships or whatever the mm-hmm. case may be, to have these real conversations and and know that they can still be fruitful. Yes. Um, because I know that I'll take the first person to say that I don't really like confrontation and conflict and all that but all conflict is not negative no not at all all moments all these crossroads moments do not have to be negative it's all about the way you perceive them the way you have the conversation how you create space to have that conversation and words matter the fact that you know you put co-founder that's still (laughs) (laughs) Uh-oh. Say it one more time. Of course. Of course, your <laughs> internet connection is unstable. They just mad because I ain't paid to be a fuck the most. But the point <laughs> is, I, say it again. You said I don't even know thing. what I had said. What was I at? You said the fact that you said co-founder. But yes, the fact that you said co-founder <laughs> acknowledges um, the work that we did together. And it takes nothing yeah, away from real. the work that you'll do as a host moving forward. Yeah. So, and people also get prideful. Like, oh, we did this, like, some people may would have thought it would have shut down. No, baby, the train still moves on. It's right. Still, so, and it's funny to too because we are that type of people. Like we're not these boastful people that like, like Nigel didn't say like when I was going to like when we both decided like, hey, let's you know for me to continue to be the host, uh, to make sure you put me as co-host. I mean, co-founder because you know we never been those type of people at all. Which is I think speaks to the dynamic of relationships. So I'm excited. We're going to have guests on and stuff and continue on with uh, messaging around just speaking positivity around people. And Nigel Absolutely. will continue to be back. And, and um, share, share, share. Yes. And I'm excited to say that it'll be sponsored uh, moving forward. We, you heard about Huey Sons. Mm-hmm. Um, and so now it's uh, a major sponsor of the podcast now. Um, so we'll be continuing with that. Um, and we are excited. So any final words as we, you know, you do your benediction all the time. I know. Um, as we are closing out 2019, the last part of this decade. Oh, man. I don't really know. I never really, I didn't think about anything necessarily to say, but I don't know. I just want to, <laughs> like, we've been saying, like, just live as authentically as you can. That's good. Investing yourself. Self-care is important. Healthy yeah. self-care <laughs> is important. Right. Um, yeah, just continue to take inventory of how you how you want to grow and develop, not to overthink it, because you know I'm guilty of overthinking, but allow yourself to be human. Take inventory of the things that you do well and celebrate that and the things that you want to work on. You know, pick and choose what you want to work on. Be open mm-hmm. to feedback you can accept or reject whatever you want to accept or reject yeah um but yeah we about to go into a whole new decade feel free to start over right feel free to leave some stuff in the past and feel free to take on some new endeavors and just and trust yourself that's good okay stop putting your middle finger up you got your middle finger is that it it? Okay, you got two of them. It just looks like oh, what the hell you doing? But it has been so great. Um, yes, Chance podcast. It's like Beyonce and Kelly. You know what I mean? Yes. <laughs> there wasn't just there was a Destiny's Child, and there's always gonna be reunions. That's you know? it. Ain't no Michelle. <laughs> Oprah ain't get behind that. I love <laughs> Michelle though. <laughs> I'm not gonna That's my favorite at first. Anywho, (laughs) you've been listening to You Go Boy podcast. It has been great. Enjoy your 2019, and we will see you in 2020. Yes, 2020.
Yes.